Hi, this is Violet Lang. Welcome to my podcast, The Pleasure Path, all about love, dating, relationships, and femininity. I help successful, spiritual women find their pleasure and their power to create healthy partnership. Wouldn't you like to tap into your divinely feminine gifts? What would you like to manifest? Is there a part of your life that's been blocked despite your best efforts? Tune in to learn how to manifest in a feminine way. Hello, hello, luscious ladies. I am so excited to talk with you today about the art of manifesting in a feminine way. And with all the online marketing and entrepreneurial pursuits and leaning in and corporate America and whatever facet of of business or, or employment you're in, there's typically a view on manifestation that's much more masculine and only effective in certain situations. So I want to share with you how to harness your feminine energy in a way that's more effective and more balanced for prosperity and for manifestation. So in the last episode, it was a long one. If you haven't experienced it yet, there was an hour something of, of, um, of sharing that I did about feminine energy. And I shared 13 facets of femininity. And these are portals or pathways into your feminine. And so if you haven't checked that out, Go back and check that out after you listen to this episode. But today I'm going to be talking more specifically about the feminine art of manifesting and how it is very different than what we've been taught in school, even if you've done, you know, online programs for your business or, or something like that. So let's talk about the masculine way of manifesting. That typically is about goals, direction, being driven, to-do lists, and planning, planning, planning. <laughs> you know, it's it's about what is your five-year goal and how are you going to get there and what are your milestones along the way? And it's very linear. So I did project management for a while, not um, traditional project management like for a tech company, but when I was an engineer, when I first graduated, I did project management for a while. And this was, you know, this was it. Masculine focus and direct directionality and linear and time bound, you know, outcomes and all of that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's many areas in our life where that really helps. But what I find is that that has a shelf life to it, or rather it has a scope to it. You know, it has certain parts of our life where we need that level of focus and directionality and planning. But for things like love and fulfillment and even abundance, you know, yes, having a great financial plan is important and having goals and milestones. I would never discount that. But you can actually make a lot more money and have more abundance if you learn how to harness and integrate your feminine and your masculine. And why do I say this? Well, because I know for myself that when I first started working with my feminine energy, everything changed. I started making more money. I started getting higher quality clients, you know, clients who really saw my value and saw the value of the work I was doing and were ready to get started and therefore got much better results. Uh, I've worked with so many women, hundreds of women who've had improvements in their prosperity and in their abundance indirectly, you know, we were working on their feminine energy and on their relationships. And yet magical things were happening with bonuses and promotions and getting more clients. In fact, one of my clients was just telling me today that she closed the biggest sale she's ever closed for her own company, three times bigger than any other sale she'd ever closed. And she's been in business, I think maybe 15 years now. And so she's thriving. And even we were just talking today and she said, you know, yeah, typically the month of September is pretty low for us because 
because we really get a lot of business in the holidays. So September and October aren't really that high, but we have, we're having our best September ever. And she started working with me about a month ago. And it wasn't because she all of a sudden got a new business plan or a new financial advisor, or she started working longer hours. In fact, she's working less. She just came back from an epic vacation. She has had more abundance because she believes in herself. She has her feminine confidence and power and radiance and uh, sensuality. And it's not doesn't mean that she's bringing that into business, but she's feeling better about herself and her body and about dating and all of these other things. So who we are and how we communicate who we are and our presence says so much more than our to-do list and our plans. And I, I know we might feel safe focusing on your to-do list and your plans because there is an element of safety or certainty or control, but typically that's not how the energy moves in our, in our world. That's a necessary part of being a human, you know, having a plan, but it's not the only thing. And that's why when you're in your feminine energy and integrated with your feminine and masculine, your growth can be exponential. Um, with my own business, it grew 300% when I first started working with my feminine energy and it's kept growing since then, you know, year by year, it's grown at least 30% every year, which is not typical for, for a company or a business. And I've had women I expressed in, in the last episode, you know, who got a $10,000 bonus, um, just because she started to feel more confident or women who've gotten new job offers or gotten offers to be able to work remotely from home when they were working full time. And that didn't even think that that was a possibility. And all of a sudden it was. So when we're in our feminine, we also feel more empowered and emboldened, but we also feel more creative and collaborative and we can see win-win solutions versus just versus just putting our head down. But what I want to tell you about is not only the delicious outcomes of, of being in your feminine and not only how fabulous it can feel and does feel to be in your feminine, but also, you know, how does this work? What, is, what does this look like? So I told you about the masculine and how it's very linear. The feminine manifests in a way that's much easier and much simpler. It's not about having a 30-point bulleted action plan, and it's not about having your 10-year plan put together, although if you have a juicy vision, that can be super enticing. And if you have some longings in your heart about what you want to experience, that can also be very, very magnetic. And I talked about vision and longing in the last episode. Those are two of the facets of feminine energy that I, that I described. But when it comes to manifesting in a feminine way, it's really about allowing but not being passive. Just because we're in our feminine doesn't mean we just eat Doritos on the couch and imagine a million dollars in our bank account and it shows up. I, I would like that to be true, but that's where the law of attraction and the secret and all those things don't really tell the full truth. You know, you have to have, of course, the right mindset and the right beliefs and the right affirmations, but those will only go so far if they're not embodied. And this is where feminine energy really takes the cake. You know, feminine energy is about being embodied. It's about being connected to your body and your five senses and being responsive. And the five senses and being responsive are another two facets of feminine energy that I shared in the last episode. So the three-step way that we manifest in a more feminine way, and I call them steps, but it's not actually steps. It's more like petals unfolding or blossoming. And this is more of a circle, like a uh, an organic process or a circular process, an iterative process versus like a straight line, a linear process. But the first one is opening to receive. So step one is about receptivity. 
you cannot create what you want. You cannot have what you want if you're not open to receive. You know, it's the old adage of saying, you know, if your cup is full, how can anyone teach you anything? So if you believe you already know it all, or if your schedule is full, if your energy is full of your to-dos, there's not a lot of place for receiving. Now, receiving can feel vulnerable. You know, it's, it's vulnerable to receive because we don't always know, well, what is it that I'm going to get? Again, you can always set healthy boundaries. That is first and foremost. But if you're not able to receive, you're going to be missing out on so much. Now, you can, of course, set the tone for what you want to receive by setting an intention. Now, some teachers say that setting an intention is masculine. Some say that it's feminine. You know, you are providing direction, so to speak, to yourself or to the universe by setting an intention. I feel like it's a good combo of masculine and feminine because you're not saying how it's going to happen. You're just saying this is <laughs> this is what I want or this is how I want to feel. So setting that intention or knowing your vision and therefore being able to receive aligned with that vision or receive what the universe is giving you that may not actually be aligned with your vision. Maybe your vision is based on ego and not based on your heart or not based on service or not based on what really life wants to show you. So step number one is all about receiving and you have to be open to receive and you also would want to have a a beautiful vision, a strong vision, an aligned vision in order to have the receiving be congruent with your desires and with your longings. So when I work with my clients through the fabulous feminine course, we do a lot in our first pedal or our first step about receiving and about receiving the vision, you know, having the vision and then receiving the vision. This is about third eye energy or your sixth chakra, which for those of you that aren't familiar is, is, um, energetically a place just kind of above your eyebrows in between the center of your forehead. This is a yogic, um, you know, energy center, the seven chakras are considered from the yoga tradition to be these different energy centers, but it's effective as a map as kind of an idea or a framework of how energy flows. So really knowing your vision is about the sixth energy center and a bit of the seventh too, which is about your purpose and connecting to the divine. But then we have to be able to actually receive our vision. If you're not connected to your womb or to your heart, it's going to be hard to receive your vision. So if you're someone who always has vision boards or affirmations, but they never really seem to work or it works for a little while, like you meet a great guy, but it doesn't go to the point of getting married or you, you know, um, get inspired about a trip, but you never fully book it or you book the trip, but then it doesn't go very well or you don't get to experience the things that you want. If you're having a hard time actually receiving your vision, then womb energy and heart energy are so important. We have to have this fertile ground, which brings me to step two, which is about releasing or petal to, you know, like the, the petals of a flower. The next unfolding of our feminine energy when it comes to manifestation is that exact word I just used, which was fertile and fertile relates to fertilizer. So we have to be able to release our crap. (laughs) Literally, we have to be able to let go of the physical things in our life, the energetic things in our life, the relationships, the limiting beliefs, you know, there's a lot of mental energy, we wrap up in things that that may not serve us. So once we know our vision, and we've cultivated the quality of receptivity, in pedal one and step one, we have to be able to release. Now, releasing can feel scary. If you've never felt safe releasing, if you have a scarcity mindset, if you have had the experiences of feeling abandoned or rejected or betrayed, 
releasing can feel very challenging and you may not even realize how cluttered your energy, your mind, or your physical space is until you do an inventory, until you see, you know, what is it that I need to release? What's blocking my vision? What's blocking my receptivity? Now, to me, releasing feels a little bit more, in quotations, masculine, because part of the gift of releasing is emptiness and masculine craves emptiness and feminine craves fullness. But at the same time, as women, we release every month when we have our menstrual cycle. We release, you know, friendships as our life grows and changes. We release a baby when we're giving birth. We release through tears when we're feeling moved. So yes, there's an aspect of this that may feel a little bit masculine because we're, we're moving towards emptiness, but there's a part of it too, that's very juicy and very feminine. And in many ways, women are very well equipped biologically and otherwise to be able to release. But again, you might not have felt safe to do that, or you might just have an addiction, you know, an addiction to thinking about your ex-boyfriend or an addiction to getting the next you know, pair of shoes that you have your eye on or whatever it is. You know, we all have our ways that we try to avoid that feeling of emptiness or that feeling of fullness sometimes keeps us from experiencing the next level or the next chapter or the next discovery or unfolding of of who we're becoming. So one of the deepest releasing that, that happens is releasing an old identity and releasing the parts of us that want to stay stuck in the past. Now, the third pedal or the third step is creating. So first is receiving based on our vision. The second is releasing based on clearing out and letting go and changing our identity and, and being willing to let go of the parts of ourselves that are not serving us anymore. And then the third step is about creating. So once we have this fertile soil, you know, once we have the vision, the receptivity, the seed has been planted, so to speak, the seed of the vision has been planted in a receptive ground and we've fertilized it and we've, you know, taken the weeds out and we've gotten rid of the things that are blocking the vision from manifesting. Then we get to create. This is so fun. I mean, I love each phase of this process, each, you know, petal as it unfolds and as it iterates. But I really love the creating phase because I love seeing things come to life. I love nurturing something into its highest expression, into its fullest expression. And creativity is such a gift. It's actually one of the aspects of the feminine that I talked about, one of the 13 in the previous episode. And creating can be done in many different ways. You might be thinking, well, I'm not creative, but let me tell you, creativity is not about art, although it can be. Creating is about taking something and changing it into something else. It's like the alchemy. It's like the transmutation or the transformation. And I teach my clients many ways that they can create that feels authentic for them. Creating through who they are, the energy that they bring to the world and how they express themselves, creating by how they move and dance and adorn themselves and interact and creating through devotion or nurturing. You know, devotion is another one of the principles that I shared from the previous episode of one of those 13 aspects of the feminine and devotion and nurturing. I'll just kind of lump them together are such a great way to create. And this maybe feels different than a manifestation that's a little more masculine, which is about, you know, checking the box. You know, when you nurture something, it's a, it's an endeavor that happens all the time. It's a daily, <laughs> daily basis, I would say. You know, it's something that you, you create a ritual around, a practice around. So if you've ever thought, well, I'm in my feminine, I wear lipstick. 
I'm just here to tell you that that doesn't necessarily mean you're in your feminine. Just because you look a certain way doesn't mean that you're in touch with your feminine energy, even though the media would like you to believe otherwise. Being in your feminine is a practice because we live in such a masculinized culture. And part of that practice is learning about devotion and having something that you're devoted to and that you're nurturing within this creative process. So like I said, I work with my clients on their identity and shifting their identity. And it doesn't have to mean you turn into a totally different person. It means that you tap into these different facets of yourself so that even more of you get seen by the world, even more of you can be in your relationships. And and it's not about becoming different. It's about becoming more fully expressed and even more of yourself underneath those layers of conditioning and societal expectations and trauma and everything that can block our feminine light. And this is exactly what the world needs now as the divine feminine is waking up. So just to recap, you know, when you manifest in a feminine way, you start by having receptivity and receiving based on your vision. And then you move into releasing, shedding and releasing. And I talked about how the receiving process is really about the sixth chakra and the seventh chakra and bringing that energy down through the heart and through the womb. So there's a a vessel physically and metaphorically to receive the same way that our womb receives, you know, sperm in order to fertilize an egg and, and create a baby. And then the releasing is really a lot in the heart and in the throat area, you know, releasing the way that we speak about ourselves in the world, releasing those language patterns, releasing through the breath and through sound. One of the best ways to get into your feminine energy is to allow yourself to make more noise. And I don't just mean being opinionated, although that's cool too. I mean, literally making noise, letting your body express itself through sound. And the dial can be turned way down on this. You can be, you know, releasing vocally at like a level one, or you could be in your car and releasing at a level 10. And just because it's releasing doesn't mean that it has to be painful. You know, if you hear the word releasing, you might think sorrow or taking your things to goodwill or letting go. It might have a negative connotation in your mind, but releasing can be joyful. Laughter is releasing. Orgasm is releasing. Sneezing is releasing. Dancing is releasing energy. You know, there's so many beautiful ways to release that I, that I share with my clients and and that you can even think of just right now as, as we're speaking about this. So it's really about releasing old emotional energy from the heart and releasing those language patterns from the throat and allowing sound and other expressions to carry and release that energy and move that energy that's blocking your vision. And then we talked too about releasing the old stagnant aspects of your identity, which is of course third chakra. Now, when we create, we can create through our whole body, you know, through our whole chakra system. But to me, that's really about womb energy, as well as root chakra energy about getting grounded into who you are. You know, it's actually hard to create if you're not connected to the earth, if you're not connected to the cycles of nature and the cycles of life. We, of course, want to have cosmic and abundant and quantum thinking. And I I do a lot of spiritual practices that are very much about that. But if they're not anchored into the earth with these devotional and nourishing and nurturing practices, then it's just an idea. You know, the idea doesn't actually come to life until until it comes to life and we nurture it to life and we stay devoted to it. And we do that through really creating the avatar, the, the avatar of the woman we're becoming that is already the embodiment of this manifestation, already the embodiment of your vision. But you have to release beforehand. You have to be clear on your vision 
and create that fertile ground for receiving. And there are a lot of ways that you can create with your five senses, the same way that you would create a beautiful meal. You can create a beautiful life with these five senses and with these principles of femininity. So if you've ever wanted to create in a feminine way, to manifest in a feminine way, if you've ever felt like you're kind of getting burnt out or dry or brittle or turned off by life, or if the things that used to give you meaning and joy just don't anymore, you know, none of us want to be that woman who's like cranky and hardened and closed off. We want to be supple and open and beautiful in our own way and tapped into our own powers of manifestation, which are actually so much greater than the masculine linear mind. The mind can only do so much, but when you bring your body and your heart and your spiritual connection online, then everything really starts to flourish within a healthy container, within a healthy system and structure. And that's part of what I provide for my clients is I hold some of that masculine energy so that they can be even more fully in their feminine. You know, I, I give them the structure, I give them the process or the roadmap. They give them the blueprint and all the tools that they need in order to follow that in their own authentic way to find their own brilliance and to create what it is that they want. So if this is something that you'd like more of in your life, if you'd like more abundance, enchantment, and creativity, or to just really know how to harness your feminine wisdom and superpower in order to manifest whatever you want, then I would love to connect with you. We have a program called Fabulously Feminine, which is oh so fabulous. And we are already having women have amazing, incredible, life-changing transformations and a whole lot of fun in that program. So if you go to violetlang.com forward slash FF. So it's two F's for obviously fabulously feminine. So it's just my name, V I O L E T L A N G E.com forward slash FF. You can hear all about this amazing program. We've got some really juicy bonuses and goodies that we're doing now over $10,000 worth of cool, cool bonuses that are just going to be happening for the next week or two, because we've already had over a hundred women reach out to us about this program. And I just so excited for the next wave of women to experience these tools. You're going to learn about adornment and integrating your masculine and feminine. You're going to learn about devotional practices and all these three steps that I talked about, the receiving, the releasing, and the creating, plus the visionary exercises and everything you need to know to bring it to life and then be able to iterate. You know, you, it's important to be able to bring your ideas to life because then you can be available to the next idea. You know, then you can be available to even bigger ideas and expansions and even more abundance and bringing in that partner that's really going to be with you for the rest of your life. Like, oh, it's so exciting. <laughs> and I've had women that have taken the Fabulously Feminine program about partnership, but they've also taken it. I've had other women that have taken it about getting into a new creative field. I've had women who've taken Fabulously Feminine with the desire on their heart to just experience more peace in their life and more intuitive flow. I've had women who have joined the program because they're in the middle of writing a book and they want to write it in a very feminine way that feels good for them. It's not about just the deadlines and the milestones and the word count. So there's so many different ways we can harness our feminine energy and all these different facets of our life in order to really fall in love with ourselves and our projects and our creations and create and receive so much more than would be possible otherwise. So I would love to connect with you in that program. Again, just go to violetlang.com forward slash FF and get all the juicy details now so you can take advantage of those bonuses and the extra little goodies that we've 
put in there for you. Sending you so much love. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in and turning on for healthy love. Because better relationships mean more power, more creativity, and a better planet. I'm here to end the suffering of abuse and loneliness, and it starts with you. Please subscribe to my show and leave a review.